Hubhopper Originals. We all are born free and equal, free to walk and free to talk. Don't discriminate, learn to appreciate, so you don't have to imitate. Don't be the one to hate. It's never too late. You got the right to life. Innocent to prove and guilty, you can say what you like. Gotta get the education. Don't throw it away. Know your human rights, 'cause it can help you someday. Free and Equal podcast with United for Human Rights and Hubhopper. I'm your host Fraser Scott, Mumbai director of United for Human Rights. And like a shipwrecked man pulling a rolled letter in a bottle and setting it adrift in the hope it will weather storm and sun to cross the ocean and land at your feet on a beach with all the other billions of bottles, but that this bottle will reveal a message of hope. And I'm joined. By another bearer of hope, not a mere bottle, but an ocean and sky of it herself, a Z Cine Award and two-time Filmfare Award-winning writer and director of spectacular films, including Bareli Kibathi and this year's Panga, Ashwini Ayatwari. Welcome, Ashwini. Thank you so much. I really filled with gratitude for calling me on to the show. and speaking my heart out because it is a very important conversation which we are talking about and thank you thank you so much i can thank you that. for yeah. being here it's it's our pleasure to have you it's also my pleasure to introduce an actress who is south asia ambassador for united for human rights winner of the hero award presented at the united nations for reaching 36 million people with their rights in one month sheena chohan wow Thank you, Fraser. <laughs> Thank you, Ashwini. Wow! And and very warm welcome. Every single film that you've ever made has struck a chord with me, and I'm literally vibrating with excitement at the thought of discussing a subject that I know concerns you deep into your bones, as it should, for the number of people it affects and the way it affects them. So deep breath, because this is not for the faint-hearted, but. if we cannot confront it from the comfort of our homes then there is no chance for those who actually face it so here it goes the word torture comes from the latin tortus meaning to twist and to torment it is defined in modern english as the act of inflicting great pain physical or mental as punishment or revenge as a means of getting a confession or information or simply for cruelty now the united nations universal declaration of human rights article 5 states No one shall be made to suffer torture or cruel, inhuman or degrading treatment or punishment. And the United Nations Convention Against Torture and Other Cruel, Inhuman or Degrading Treatment or Punishment states, no exceptional circumstances such as war or a threat of war, political instability or any other public emergency may be used to justify torture. <laughs> Powerful word, Sheena. So, Ashwini, 
Why did you choose this right? For me, this right called torture has always been a part of everyone's life. Doesn't matter which strata of society you belong to, but the word torture comes in form of words, comes in forms of a habit you form, and comes in forms of the trouble which you give to your family. So the topic which I chose was alcoholism. For me, alcoholism is a form of torture to anyone who has given himself to it and particularly men is because when men get addicted to alcohol there is a huge chain reaction to their family which is their kids their wife their sisters maybe their brothers their parents and once out of control he's gone the person the man is gone so therefore i chose this topic and i truly and deeply want to work towards it and and really empower people to understand the word alcohol a little better more than the fun more than the party more than the word which is just used just like that what happens is that what starts off with just a drink when time moves on that just a drink becomes an everyday thing and if you're a kind of person who's who's inherently very aggressive then that starts reflecting on the way you speak on the way you act when you're drunk it's basically what you say when you're drunk and those are abusive words those are words which can let anyone down when you do not know what you're saying and not in control of your words it can really degrade the other person which you, you would otherwise respect so you actually become two dimensional you become i would say sometimes isrophenic is dangerous is because i have seen brilliant minds losing their lives because of drinking that's right they take it out on the people they love and unfortunately what happens is that that then makes them want to drink more so they get drunk then they go home and beat their wife beat their child and then they wake up in the morning and they can't believe what they've done even though as you've said they might have forgotten it they blocked it out they don't want to see it but it's in their subconscious they feel guilty and what do they need to do then drink more yeah so it says okay i'm not going to be drinking the next time but the next time there's always a next time then so the present time is for the next time and that next time it goes for another next time and you are dying slowly and killing the people around you slowly yeah for me abuse is not only beating up for me abuse is words words that you utter from your mouth that can create a change in thinking for even a child I love it Ashwini what you just said and actually I just watched your film Ghar ki Murgi which is an example of the mental abuse and torture in a way of being taken for granted and being treated like an object but Sakshi Tanwar's character has the guts to stand up and do something about it turning the whole situation on its head unlike the vast majority of women who are often too scared to stand up for their rights yeah they can't is because it is a norm you know this whole thing that oh we we drink it, it it's just like a normal thing you know so you go and make the pakodas while i have a drink here and when i'm drinking what am i talking about i'm talking about how unhappy i am at work and how unhappy i am in life in spite of having a partner who is serving you 
day in and day out and not having a life for herself and that is also a kind of a torture kind of an abuse at a different level of course treating somebody as just an object who's a robot doing your work and a slave and what does she mentally go through i think that comes out very beautifully through your film i absolutely loved it yeah thank you in fact even in nilpati sanata it was about the mother didn't want her child to grow up in the same kind of system which she has seen through her husband and seen through her surrounding is because they uh, they say that you know if you're educated then maybe you will get an educated husband and and then you won't see all this but i now reflect back and i would say that this is happening across our society it's it's not about education anymore alcohol is a problem which even the educated know about and, and this so the language is different violence. yeah and yeah. so is domestic violence and this the language is different so uh, the language will be quite different when uh, when you're talking about a certain class of society and then it just becomes a little more nicer and beautiful words and maybe some english words there and also also about anxiety it's also about creating a sense of fear if you have a child at home the child grows up with a sense that this is what it is and how much ever we say that you know oh, all these things are only in the books so psychological disturbance in kids or childhood trauma which grows into adult trauma in some form is only a bookish thing i think it's absolutely true what the psychologists say and what it's, it's been said true. for years now is that it does create an impact on you it has a huge impact the impact of torture the impact of being abused sticks with you forever and actually what you find is that the men who are being like that have often had that happen to them i've researched it a lot and they very often have been beaten like when you see a child and the child is hitting out then you can guess that child has been hit Yeah and you know Ashwini the Indian constitution does not directly mention torture but article 21 says no person shall be deprived of his life or personal liberty and the Indian supreme court understands that line in the constitution as life means more than mere animal existence and includes the right to lead a healthy life in freedom dignity and peace with the right to rest and sleep and number 2 it includes adequate nutrition clothing and shelter and facilities for education reading writing and expressing oneself freely moving about and mixing with fellow human beings and to be free from exploitation against abuse to have the opportunity to develop in fair and humane conditions of work and to have maternity relief wow so many people will be shocked to hear they have that many rights so ashwini what are the major issues facing the country today regarding the right to no torture Let's be honest a whole lot of people have lost their jobs and with the current condition of this pandemic people do not know what is their future going to look like as women i think we are mentally a little more stronger and because we feel that we are responsible and responsibility comes with the uh, with also having to make your brain work overtime but men i think have not been able to handle this is because the rate of domestic violence at home because for the longest time you've been staying at home together and you kind of start discovering a whole lot of new sides to a person you would have known for a very long time but now there's an inner demon which is coming out 
and that inner demon is is somewhere scary is because you never knew that existed a rise in domestic violence in terms of even verbal abuse even in terms of like we have already talk, spoken about uh, for me that i i keep saying verbal abuse is more than more than the hitting and beating is because verbal abuse for me is even more stronger than than a beating a verbal abuse can leave a mark and a scar in your heart and you grow up with that you know it keep it, it it's like when a person and it's also it's that psychology when a person keeps saying that you are this you are this you are this and this is what you are and you know you do things like this and that's what it is going to be that you start accepting that this is how you are even though you're not that and that extreme of verbs when we say verb verbal it it is metaphors and you can they use words which are so strong that it can leave a deep impact on you and some words cannot be spoken about you're not going to go and tell your in-laws and your parents that you want to separate from this guy or this guy physically abused you usne mujhe mara he beat he beat me up that's fine so people understand a word called beating me up it's a physical form of torture but a mental form of torture is very difficult to explain and we as a country especially the women and especially the children we are not used to going and talking about our problems to people although we are a very talkative country we still are not used to going and talking about our problems to people we keep it in ourselves because we are really worried about society a lot of women are worried about society a lot of children are worried about society that what would they think you know you think a little girl or a boy who is abused by his father is going to go and tell in school or to his friends that what his father did because according to his friends his father is really good and a wife will never go and talk about it outside even to her own parents she will not do that and a verbal abuse is deep deep to the extent that because you use so many bad words when you're verbally abusing well you're exactly right according to the united nations universal declaration of human rights it it says torture includes inflicting physical or mental pain so mm. per definition per international law you're right yeah you know ashwini what i really love about your films that you've made is that they make the women the hero by using their power and their voice and their intelligence and it's fine to point out a problem but it's better to point out a solution and then you hit the nail on the head when you encourage real women to also be heroes by communicating i mean communication in its many forms is always the answer isn't it right you know i was reading the story about women gram panchayat in india and in the sense is reading, reading some articles and now we have a lot of women gram panchayat yeah women who are panchayat leaders right and in the villages of course we all know that arubattis which is basically the alcohol making places where you make the alcohol is a huge business in the villages in the smaller towns of this country and the women were really tired of this whole process is because what used to happen is the men were never at home they used to go to the fields they used to go and work in the brick areas and then they used to go directly to these to consume alcohol and they used to waste spend all their money there so what this what this gram panchayat leader did was that she called like for a little party saying that there's going to be only a men's party 
in the village somewhere and all the men went there and it was like a huge party with a lot of food so some women were assigned to just make the food and you know it was uh, that and she was going to tell new things and at the same time when these men came for that little food party there were a certain set of women who went and burned down all the alcohol shops and the little i don't know how to say in english but it's called batti in hindi yeah yeah daru ki batti yeah so they went and burnt it down so overnight while these guys were uh, having a little party with some lavini and all happening there was the whole the whole all everything was burnt wow and she gave she gave freedom to a whole lot of women there because she felt that these women cannot live every day in a fear that either they don't have the money or they're selling things because they want to drink yeah jewelry totally. the wives jewelry then you children's, uh, children's school children's books school books or clothes i mean it becomes such an addiction and then that itself is such a you know torturous thing it's like the man stealing from the wife just for the alcohol but i think this is such a beautiful story and i just love it uh, ashwini because this is a real story it happens in so many villages and women in villages in india they are much more stronger and these are the stories which shows us what women are made up of like yeah and the whole idea thing. of open up you know that has to happen the idea of open up and speak because unless you don't speak i wouldn't know and that's exactly. a huge thing for us is that mm. it's like if i really want to do something then i need to come and speak to you about it and say that you know i i truly believe in this and i want to do it and that's how you would know that i i am deeply interested in this but till the time you don't speak it is a habit of you know why do i interfere in your life when i already have too many problems in mind speak up communication is the way to fix everything it is about speaking it is about my my house help calling me one evening and saying can i please come and stay in your house is because this man is just beating me up is because he's drunk and you think i can do that and i said yes you can do that you can come and stay here as long as you want and get your children too should i take him to the police i said that's your call i'm no one to say whether you should be taking him taking him to the police is because you are saying this today when he's drunk and he's beating you up the next day you are going to be his best friend so you know we also i feel that it it is not about taking extreme measures because extreme measures do not do not justify any relationship and it also doesn't give peace to anyone speaking up is the key and that's a step i think even for our audiences who are listening right now it's a good message from you that the i love this it's simple and it's powerful and it's just as simple as let's speak up you know uh, yeah alcohol the person who's drinking it they believe that it solves a problem so for example someone i know they were not a confident person and because they weren't confident they drank and that in their mind solved their confidence problem so if yeah. you tell them alcohol is bad they think no alcohol's very good it solves my problem because for that so, moment they feel more confident right in, in their mind it solves a problem so the trick is not to tell them this is bad the trick is to ask them how does it help this might sound funny but i've done this a lot of times and it works you say how does your drinking help and you let them tell you and they tell you and they tell you it helps like this it helps like this you just acknowledge them you never don't tell them they're wrong because they've been told they're wrong so many times you just acknowledge them and they then kind of feel a bit funny and then you say now what are the other solutions that could also handle this problem so you could take a communication course for example if you have a problem with 
confidence. You could learn about people. If you learned about people, you'd have more confidence. And that doesn't have the side effects of the alcohol. And so that communication backwards and forwards, what's your problem? is how to solve it and also what you said ashwini about the women when it comes down to the domestic violence that they go through because of this abuse and this torture is is speak up you know so let's let's look at a communication by the united nations committee against torture which states that in international law rape and other acts of sexual violence come under the category torture and further the un general assembly defines violence against women as instance of two things one physical sexual and psychological violence occurring in the family including battering mm. sexual abuse of female children in the household dowry related violence marital rape female genital mutilation and other traditional practices harmful to women and number 2 physical sexual and psychological violence occurring within the general community including rape sexual abuse sexual harassment and intimidation at work in the educational institutions and elsewhere trafficking in women and forced prostitution thank you sheena yeah. ashwini why is it important people are aware of and stand up for this right to no torture i think it's very important because it happens in every household or someone you know it either can happen to yourself or to someone you know and if nothing it's important to stand for it and to be aware of it and have the right to say this is not for me and this is not for you too So see there's a two way thing to it you know it's it's basically every party you go to is empty without alcohol right the first thing people ask is is there alcohol but anything done in excess is not good so what what i am saying is that it's not about what you do but it's about how you do it and it's about how you carry yourself so if if it's giving you a little peace of mind fine maybe for some people it's meditation but for some people it's alcohol but anything done in excess always creates a problem so you might love to eat your best food but if you eat that also in excess it's going to create problem even healthy food so that's what it is but to be aware and to help the silent person you know for me that is more important to help the silent voice of a woman is very very important to understand that is very important because i i use the word silent is because there are a lot of unspoken words which a child and a woman will never speak up and that's important if not when you know it's happening in front of you rather than saying that it's not your problem you should say yes it is somewhere my problem too is because tomorrow it may happen to me and i need to see what's happening out there that's what you're doing here yeah awareness and education yeah we have these alcoholic anonymous groups you have these domestic violence groups you know where women can call up and we just saw recently on television that there was a rise in the calls in this whole period of this covid pandemic but what happens next is what we need to know because by calling and by uh, not, not many people are aware that there is an alcoholic anonymous group it just came in like recently i even i got to know there is something like that when i was reading an article in the newspaper because all these things are coming out right now i don't know where it was before well so luckily you are talking about this and now so many other people will hear it and they will not say i do not know where i heard it they'll say i heard it from ashwini ear tuari <laughs> yeah, that's okay they can hear it from anyone they just need to hear it <laughs> yeah because that's how like creating awareness like you rightly said is is the key also ashwini education is i feel the great balancing agent you know 
with equal education and the use of that education women empowerment could become a fact on the other side imagine in india with a new focus on female entrepreneurship where equal opportunity job placement is based on competence and not gender would bring millions of more jobs to educated and empowered women don't you think yes because if they educate and they empower it's going to be a chain reaction today if i am empowering myself to go out and educate a whole lot of people my son is looking at it so he's going to see that and he's going to say this mother did it so maybe he also needs to do it and he's going to encourage a whole lot of women out there maybe his sister and everyone else that this is not how it's supposed to be but this is what it's supposed to be it's also the way you think it's also how the education system changes the words in textbooks that the mother no more goes to the kitchen and cooks and the mother is going out and working and and feeding her family and is also equally walking along with her husband so that definition when that changes a lot of things will change which is one reason i can't wait to watch your next biopic film on uh, sudha murthy and all the work that she's doing to help feed and educate women and children in rural india i i read about how she a super brain had to give up a career for her husband so i can't wait to see the twists and the turns in your film and i'm sure it's going to be amazing in something that you believe in so strongly yes of course i'm very excited and i think it's also a big learning for me as in when i speak to mr murthy and Mrs. Sudha Murthy. They are two individuals, but who walk along and are empowering each other for a better country. And uh, there's a lot to learn from her because she made her own path, and making your own path is also very important. To to get out of a tight situation is what we, as women who are empowering, need to do. So whether that's alcohol or whether there is whether that is torture in some kind of form, whether it's abuse. Uh, for me it is not about shouting and screaming and saying you know you're not supposed to do this for me it is about telling it in the right spirit where you're not talking about you versus me but we're talking about us as a whole and when we start speaking as us as a whole that what affects you will affect me also and what will affect me will affect the kind of environment i stay in if that starts from me and it starts from us there would be a a chain reaction to that beautiful perspective and i think that's what we need to carry in our heart and like you said it's a it's a teamwork and just for our audiences also to kind of come back to what the united nations general assembly in the declaration on the elimination of violence against women said member states including india should condemn violence against women and not use any custom tradition or religious consideration to avoid that obligation number 2 do all possible to prevent investigate and punish all acts of violence against women number 3 develop laws to punish abusers and compensate women who have suffered violence and make these laws widely known four develop national plans and work with ngos to promote the protection of women against violence five develop preventive approaches that promote the protection of women against violence six give assistance such as rehabilitation to women who have been abused number 7 especially through education and other cultural methods change social and cultural patterns of conduct to eliminate prejudices based on the idea of the inferiority of women or stereotype roles of the sexes and last but not the least research domestic violence and effectiveness of measures to prevent it and make this research public yeah i think the most important thing is uh, the number 7 to talk about it and to make women and men aware is the most important thing yes because laws as such no one knows too much about it people understand emotional 
talks, but people never understand what is written in the law. Anything which is which is a detail on paper, people think that's not for me. But when these laws are told in an emotional way, where culturally men and women understand it, then there will be lesser men who would actually start abusing women is because they know that there's a law which supports all this. Dowry abuse was the was the biggest crime which was happening in this country a long time ago. Has reduced quite a bit, still there, but reduced quite a bit. It that's because the men and the families got to know that there is a law which can put you into prison. And now rape oh. has become such an important topic that men are scared that if they even think they know that something is going to happen, you know, that there would be a girl who will stand up for it is because. she wants to talk about it and she knows that the law is going to support her for obvious reasons but till you do not know that side how are you going to you know and understand what you said is just absolutely the basic simple just as a start for people who are listening and this could be anybody who might be sitting in suffering from domestic violence or torture right now is is stand up a is awareness because if you don't know what your rights are how do you stop it from being violated you know and secondly i think very rightly as you said that education and awareness are more important than policy and laws because through your films ashwini you have created a sort of policy that the viewer has with their own heart when a person sees a film like neen bate uh, sanata the message subtly seeps into the audience's hearts and completely wins them over with beauty and poetry and that has a million times more power than any policy any law no matter how many policemen stand behind it and you know however that said if someone can't be won over with the subtleties of society conscious films there's also the law of the land according to the indian protection of women from domestic violence act domestic violence includes actual abuse or the threat of abuse also that is physical sexual verbal emotional and economic harassment by way of unlawful dowry demands to the women or her relatives would also be covered under this definition and then the act covers women in a living relationship with the abuser as well as any other women living with them then number 3 economic abuse is, is deprivation of financial resources which the victim is entitled under law or custom or requires out of necessity then number 4 when a court has found that an accusation of domestic violence has been committed they can issue a protection order which is the abuser is prevented from communicating or harming the abused or their property b residence order the abuser must move out and not sell rent or in any way cause damage to the home and c monetary relief and compensation and d a custody order of the children yeah you know a lot of educate uneducated places half of the time the women don't even know that the they can co share the name of the house right. so so this is all about education right even educated people do not know half of things because they go and sign papers and they didn't even realize that they they have got into a problem so it, it is in all kinds of areas that uh, torture can happen torture can happen also through money also through also through getting you to sign papers which you do not know anything but you only trust and then you get stuck in that whole thing is because your name is there as a co-partner in that which is a big thing now in entrepreneurs in uh, in men who want to make their own companies and make their wife their co-partner but the wife really doesn't know what he's doing right i mean as as sheena read out that 
domestic violence includes verbal, emotional, and economic abuse. And so that is just as valid, and that is the definition of domestic abuse. Yeah. Ashwini, do you have any stories that illustrate why this right is so important to you? I have, oh, oh, I said one story already. I'm going to tell uh, another story. Uh, It is basically, in our country, uh, women sing really well. And uh, a lot of times you see a whole lot of women who do these uh, bhajans, these satsangs. You will see them uh, in groups singing in the name of God or uh, in the name of the universe. Why do they sing? Uh, Is because whatever pain they have in their mind, they just leave that in the form of songs. And that's why you have a bungs, you have these bhajan groups, you have you have these Sunday um, morning church uh, uh, songs which happen. So why does that happen? Why do women in the afternoons and in the evenings go and have these groups where they do all these dolak and these bhajans? And also why there are kitty parties? There's a reason why kitty parties are there. So although we make fun of these kitty parties, actually kitty parties are a way to also talk about what's happening at home. It's an outlet. It's because you cannot go and tell your husband that, oh, you know what, I'm just going for a party and just sitting there and going to have some fun. So kitty parties happen in the afternoon and these bhajans also happen. And I know, I've also heard the story from one person I know who told me that he's very happy that his wife goes for these bhajans. It's because And that's the only time when they go dressed also. They wear their best clothes, they wear their saris, their salva kameezas and they go sing. Yeah, because they're looking for an outlet to communicate their own life, their own identity. And I mean, it's amazing to hear these stories because we all have grown up Looking at these, I mean, coming from me, born in, I was born in Chandigarh, brought up in Calcutta, live in Bombay. You see this and this is a lifestyle. I think also to hear stories from a master storyteller like you is very powerful. You know, I've lived this story personally in my own home, Ashwini, for many years. I saw how this treatment affected my mother, not to mention me as a child having to go through what I did and how it affected me. It took me many, many years and a lot of hard work to handle the upset. I actually dealt with it much later in my life, but really looking at it and communicating about it. And the problem is that we are so often pressured by society to keep shut, pretend it never happened and bottle it up. But the yeah, problem because how with- it can happen to us, right? It cannot happen to us. We all belong to good educated families. So these kind of things cannot happen to us. It's a denial. And the problem with putting pressure into a bottle is that one day it will explode and it explodes in some form it also explodes in children explodes in your own self uh, is that you uh, I've I've seen um, women who uh, tend to uh, they don't like crowds they don't like uh, aggressive behaviors they don't uh, you can see that and you know that there is a past which is involved there whether even if it isn't if it is a boyfriend who was who was abusive doesn't matter whether it's a father even a boyfriend you have had a long relationship with if he is abusive also i've seen i i know many girls who have gone through abusive relationships and their life has changed after that they become something else and it's very difficult for them to get back to a normal life of what they were that's right recovery from torture is a difficult and many people never achieve the end result of that 
one of the things that the United Nations has set out in its calls to the member states is that when somebody has suffered torture, that member state then provides rehabilitation for those people because there's nothing that affects a person's character and personality more than torture. And also, Ashwini, what you said that it starts with women starting to speak up. I loved that point. It's simple. Speak up. Don't keep shut. And, you know, like like I shared that the problem is that, like I saw personally, that we are so pressurized by society or I saw my mother go through that uh, to keep shut, pretend it never happened and bottle it up. But but then speak up and or stand up against it or leave. Yeah, but the so uh, I have a diff- little bit of different uh, thinking in this and I want to I want to state it. We belong to a society and as a country, we are very, very close knit, you know, we're very family. And for us, it is all about that. So it is very difficult to go and tell any woman who's suffering to separate, especially the ones who belong to a certain era, because it will never happen. But what happens eventually is that they learn to live with it. And when they learn to live with it is that they lose out on their actual life is because we as women never think about ourselves first. We always keep ourselves second. We always keep ourselves behind, you know, and we first think of what will happen to my family. I have, why do, why do we eat? Like, I don't eat, do that, but we know so many of our mothers and, you know, and I kept telling that in, when I was uh, even promoting panga and even gharki murgi for that matter why she has to sit and eat alone is because she has finished the she has finished the making of the food she's done everything and then everyone else has eaten and then people don't even care whether she's eaten or not she's sitting and eating alone it comes but it's not that because they don't want her to eat it's just that it she chose to do that now during this lockdown i'm i'm preparing food for my family every day and obviously once my food is over it comes very in it comes from inside when I tell my children and my husband, why don't you all start eating? I'll eat later. Now, it's a choice the husband needs to make, saying that we'll wait for you to just finish. And that's what needs to happen. That's true. And also, Ashwini, your own advice to yourself is speak up. You have the right to say, well, actually, I'm not happy about this. This isn't making me comfortable. I'd prefer to eat together. Exactly. So you're right. It, it's both. Both. Yes. So I, I, I told my children that, you know what, I've made food for you. And I think you guys can wait for five minutes till I just finish up this thing. Or you guys will have to wash the utensils later. So either <laughs> either you wait for me for five minutes, let me just finish it so that we all can have a happy meal or we have that happy meal now and you guys will have to wash the utensils. There's a choice. Yeah. Yes, yes. This is This is a solution. I just want to say that any person who's in a situation where of abuse, right? The the first step is you look at it you and you say, is there anything I've done that kind of caused any antagonism? And you handle that. Like when I was a kid, I stole money from my mum, and so when I was older, I actually had to handle that and pay it back and that type of thing. It just you handle the antagonism. That's step one, and sometimes that will fix it. Now, if it doesn't fix it, the next step is. Gentle communication, soft, gentle communication, just like if someone's attacking you, then all you do is you acknowledge the positive things they say. You don't acknowledge the negative things they say. And sooner or later, the negative things start to fall away. You just just don't acknowledge them. And that's a little trick. And 
then you and you smooth the communication, just try and make it friendly and that type of thing. If that doesn't work, the next step you do is you confront it and you don't get, as you point out, you don't get accusative. You don't insult the person, but in a matter of fact way, you point out the, just the facts. Look, this is what's happening. It's making me upset. It's making me stressed, which is making me ill. We just did this with somebody and you get them to, sometimes they have to write it down. Sometimes they can't actually say it out loud. They have to write it down and they confront it in a matter of fact way. Now, all of that is a step-by-step -step thing you can do to handle abuse. However, at the end of the day, as a last resort, you always do have the option to leave. And it, there are some people that cannot be fixed, unfortunately. And mm. with those people, always, the woman, as a last resort, has that right to leave. And sometimes it will save their lives by leaving. I also yeah. think what you're saying is right uh, because it's not easy, uh, Ashwini. I, I have seen that. I know what you where you're coming from that, you know, like the society we are built, like it's not very easy to just get up and catch up, pack your bags and leave. It's not easy. But then I think, like you said, it can be a step-by-step -step process and eventually it comes down to your own respect and self-worth, doesn't it? Yes, it comes to your own respect and self-worth. But uh, I also feel that the more and more new things and ways we introduce is what will keep uh, make changes. For example, for example, that yes, you have reached the last stage, but after that last stage, when you are given a choice that are you going to be okay? Are you going to rectify yourself? And if that man says, yes, I am going to do that, then leaving that person for good, keeping everything on stake with a choice that you're giving him one more chance. I I'm just I always look at the positive side of that. If I give you that one more chance, what are you going to do? And for that one more chance, I need to know the options. The rehab is not a very big thing in us in this country. In our country, rehab hardly people know there are rehabs also, unless people absolutely. talk about it. In the West, uh, in the West, you say rehab, it's 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 a done thing, you know, like a old age home. For us, even old age home is like old. It's not a big. It's like a big thing. So I'm just stating a point there. Yes, of course, you have the right to leave when you know your respect is moving down. Yes. And what you pointed out is very true, that you communicate, you communicate, you try and fix it, you try and fix it. And this other step is the last resort. Yes, the last resort. And if after communicating, if your health is suffering, if your mind is suffering, then it's no go. Right. Well, like in your film, she, she says, I'm going to take a month break. Yeah. And look what happened there. I love that part, you know, and the way you twisted the story in the end, it was just like they had this realization. It was very beautiful without it being like too in the face. It was like, okay. And they realized she wasn't just somebody who was not doing anything in the house. It, your film was just beautiful. It communicated this message. I think this is what we're talking right now. You exactly. communicated it in your Yeah, film. this is exactly what I was saying is that it is not about going to the extreme and breaking up something which you have built for so long. And if you find that there is a way to rectify it without you being subject to torture, then that is, it's okay to give that one last chance. It's all about the yin and the yang. If you tell a yang, you are supposed to do this and this is how it's supposed to be done, it touches ego. So it is not about saying it directly, but it is about keeping a little bit of your ego aside and not being very aggressive and Telling it in a third person's perspective. You think if things were like this, would, would it have been better? 
So you allow the man to take his own decision. And when it comes from him, he will do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's being subtle and it's and it's understanding how people work. You know, force doesn't work very well, but reason and listening and understanding these things do work. And sometimes you do, you know, ultimately truth. Truth is what's powerful. Sometimes people just don't know. When you communicate, look, your being like this is making me stressed. That's why I'm getting ill. But also what she's saying is that you don't have to literally, like it can be in a way like, you know, each one has their own role. Like a man has a role and he's important and the woman has a role and she's important. And yes. it can be communicated in a very different way. Like in her, in your film, Ashwini, you, she didn't directly tell him that, you know, you're doing this or you're doing that. or It's not yeah, about making it each other wrong. Been, it would have been a collapse of of a Mm. house you know of a home she has built Mm. that if she had pointed out directly that this is what you have done versus he said the same thing like the last night where he said that she just does upper lips and how much money do you make yeah so that that's right the the first step is always just smooth communication smooth communication the step of pointing out directly that only comes after that trying to be smooth doesn't work because sometimes you just have to put it down, you know, because I mean, we literally, we had someone doing this the other week. And as soon as that happened, the the situation changed and the person stopped doing what they were doing because they didn't realize that what they were doing was causing the other person to get ill. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. When you reach a level, we're talking to people, if there's a domestic violence, then it's a different level of being able to stand up or be able to go and get help. Or, you know, I mean, that is a very different level of torture we're talking about. And like you rightly said, that's where you, you stand up and speak up and find a safe space and get help, right? Yes. So Ashwini, let's go into the rapid fire question round. Who's your human right hero and why? Frankly, let me be very honest, there have been a whole lot of feminists uh, and women who have fought for human rights across generations and eras, you know, whether whether it was in America, whether it was in India, for freedom. But I feel my real life hero is every woman in her house trying to adjust every day and making a life for herself and for her family. For me, Perfect. it's her. Wow, that's such a lovely answer. And what animal represents no torture for you? Uh, the monkey. Great, <laughs> Cute. good. The orangutans. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. The little ones, they're so, so beautiful. True. Mm-hmm. What film best represents no torture? Film. Oh, yeah. I, I can, all my films. <laughs> good, yeah. great, all right. Your films are the perfect example. What experience is the opposite of torture? Love and respect. Beautiful. Yes. So we know that you're a bookophile. So name an author who can make you squirm and their most hard to read but unput downable book. So many. But if you ask me offhand right now, Murakami's book, Kafka on the Shore, is really nice. Dance, Dance, Dance is really nice. But I really liked uh, Michelle Obama's Becoming. Yeah. We watched the documentary watched just the documentary. three days ago. Beautiful, uh, very powerful. I really love the book. The book has Great. so much more. Great. Okay, now the last question is... And uh, there's one more, which uh, I actually had kept this today, is because I felt it's, it's a very um, important book, which uh, I kind of 
keep reading once in a while there is author called uh, chimma manda nigosi adichi and the book name is dear aji veli it's a it's a african name so uh, it's i j e a w e l e a feminist manifesto in 15 suggestions 15 compelling direct and perspective suggestions to empower a daughter to become a stronger independent woman and together in this book they start a very important conversation words like allow what does allow mean what does allow mean from a point of view of a father to his daughter from a woman needs to be allowed to do her own things so it's it's beautiful great it was interesting you reading that gave us a view into your room and your life i know your life revolves so much around these books so we got a little a window into your world <laughs> thank Ashwini. you it's beautiful ashwini this is the last rapid fire question is there a man that best embodies the positive principles of how a man should treat a woman for you Who of course my be? husband ah, yeah. i hope you would say that i know i have to okay, i have to i have to give that man a little credit <laughs> Good. Good. She'll be very happy to hear this. Yeah, well, tell him we want him on the show. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> brilliant. Absolutely. So, okay, end of rapid fire. Ashwini, last question from me. Do you have a message of hope for our listeners in these difficult days? I feel it's important to not lose your sight with respect to your own happiness. To find joy in the smallest thing you do and to find your hidden dreams because this is a time where you actually start thinking of what your life has been because this is the longest time you've ever got to just sit and be at home it's a forced holiday to be at home yes i know the whole world is suffering i know a whole lot of people who are going without food all of us are doing our own bit for them but it's also to internalize your own voice and that voice can be of grief that voice can be of hope for a better tomorrow for yourself and for others and the most important thing which i feel is that it is time to not think only about i me what i'm doing but time to think about what we are doing so the new normal will be only about us it's not going to be about i and you because when that i and you merge it becomes us and it's all of us suffering it's not one person suffering here so powerful that i think it's just perfect couldn't have been better said I feel like you condensed all the wisdom of that huge library of books of yours and read it to us as we curled up on a comfort rug next to a warm fire with a cup of hot chocolate. Now, for my other main my other main pleasure of the day, Fraser has my favorite question. And actually this question relates to what you just said Ashwini because what we believe is that you have facts and facts are, you know, the room is a certain size or the temperature is a certain temperature and that's a fact and however facts were originally imagination like someone originally imagined the room would be that size and so imagination is senior to facts and imagination creates facts so with that in mind ashwini what would the future be like let's imagine what would the future be like if this right was 100% followed the future will be human species undivided a world of force spreading prayers humanity without maps tears that felt one eyes different soul same beautiful so simple so powerful i've been missing going to the cinema so badly to watch films like yours but i think listening to that answer is like getting all the next year's releases in one go what you just said 
is, is exactly the universe I want to step in. I didn't have to pay for the entrance fee as well. Jokes apart, Ashwini, what I'm most happy about is that we have someone like you in society taking such major steps to communicate bravely, fiercely and with poetry exactly what we need to hear. So what I'm going to do once this call is over is I'm going to have to go on Ashwini uh, Ayer Tiwari binge on Netflix and Hotstar. Right, Fraser? Yes. (laughs) No, there are a whole lot of other films also which are very beautiful. Please watch this movie called Room which has just come on Netflix right now. It's about how a mother protects her son. So watch it. It's very nice. Yes, I've seen it. She won the Oscar, I think, for that. I know she won the Oscar, that actress. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful film. There's some really nice... Well, and that film exactly illustrates domestic violence, I mean, violence in a way that was, couldn't be more intense, what she went through. Yeah. Yeah. And how mm. she protected her son. There's a book. Yeah, above any- the book is also very beautiful. The movie is even more beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it definitely, and it it was made brilliant. That had a and think how many millions saw that. What a great film. Okay, so I'd like to end by letting you know United for Human Rights provides free online human rights courses as well as delivers free curriculums to any school or university in the world. Please go to Human Rights. Dot com and start your course and tell any school or university you know to order their free curriculum. It's been so inspiring to hear Ashwini's stories, but now we want to hear yours. Please record a maximum 90-second video with stories of your points of view, struggles, and successes to do with the right to no torture, and we'll upload them on our YouTube channel. And send us your no-torture artworks, drawings, poems, paintings, stories, etc. We're running a contest to show our favorite chosen stories and artworks on the screen at the United Nations in New York next year. Email your videos, stories, poems, and art to fraser at humanrights.com. That's F-R-A-S-E-R at the rate humanrights.com. Lastly, if you want to help spread awareness of basic rights and equality, get in touch. We need all the help we can get. Thank you again, Ashwini Iyatwari, for your inspiring words. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. And Ashwini, it was amazing because you spoke from your heart. With you, we've had one of the most passionate heart-to-heart. It was literally coming from your heart, speaking to the hearts of others. So thank you. Thank you so much and just keep evolving. What else can we say? Thank you. Thank you very yeah. much. Human rights define the word equality. If we don't respect and love each other, we're just living a lie. Because United starts with you and I. You feel me? free to prance and what i'm saying gotta keep it together no matter how bad the weather it will be all right keep it tight 
Cause we all got our freedom rights every day From the night to the broad daylight Don't discriminate, learn to appreciate So you don't have to imitate, don't be the one to hate It's never too late you got the right to life, innocent to prove it guilty, you can say what you like, gotta get the education, don't throw it away, know your human rights, cause it can help you someday. इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट